Hi, from our respective apartments, it's just meaningful plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Kitty Clay and Narber, and Chris Stockham Goodman. Chris, Chris welcome, welcome back to the to podcast. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. Welcome back to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. It's season five, week six and seven, and I am ready to burn this mother down. Boo! Boo to all of it! It's a tinderbox, Katie. Are you ready to rage, my love? Well, we're saving the rage. Well, I say we're saving the rage for the end, but that's totally a lie. We are lit up. We are on fire. We're going to burn, but we are going to smolder our burn, and we're going to try to attempt to save it for later. But I'm going to be real honest, folks. It's going to be seeping out throughout the whole episode. So you're in like a mad space and not a sad one? I'm in, I, th- I think more, more mad than sad, yeah. Okay. I think I'm in like righteous indignation and I'm mad at certain couples and I'm disappointed for others. This is a weird season of Dancing with the Stars. And I think it really gets thrown off by these middle weeks. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know who my saving grace is right now? I'm really curious. Who is your saving grace? Right now, my saving grace is Eminem 1.0. Okay. The way you asked that question made me think that you were going to say somebody other than Eminem. And I was like, it's wrong if you don't say Eminem. So I'm glad your setup was Of course it's Eminem. This is just... This episode that we're going to be... Or these two weeks that we're talking about in this episode um, feature probably the most infamous elimination of Dancing with the Stars history Uh in its early years. This is... It's a travesty. It's a travesty. And to honor how different this makes the history of Dancing with the Stars, to reflect how it screws up the whole pace of this season, we are not going to talk about our eliminated couple first. Because otherwise, this is going to go on a rampage that we are not prepared for. Do you think you would be rampaging the whole time, or would there be tears? I I think... I think there would have been tears and I think I would have raged all night. I think it just would have started us off on a foot where I just would have spent all night being like, but who cares? But who cares? And so like, I still emotionally feel that way, but I'm going to try and keep it contained. This is, this is an episode where you're going to hear a lot of like starting to get mad and then me like doubling back and like keeping myself locked it is funny that you say like you would be talking about who cares i don't want to talk about that's what my notes on one couple in particular almost exclusively were while watching these episodes it was i literally don't care why are you still here goodbye leave us 
you're not even interesting or funny or you're probably a bad actress i'm sorry i'm not revealing who i'm talking about yet and we're not getting personal in my my week in my week seven notes i have like one two i have four notes referencing sabrina (laughs) well they couldn't stop referencing sabrina in week seven Correct. But we'll get there. We will get there. And we're let's, also not talking about who off. was eliminated in week six yet. We're keeping and that all a we're secret. Doing is talking about it. So let's, let's start talk by talking about... about the biggest moment of week six. It is the best moment. It is incredible. It is the group rock and roll. Katie, I hated this. Oh I God, hate I really the group thought packages. <laughs> I really thought that you were gonna start with our first contestant, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, you like the dance that much? Never mind, Chris. The bit worked. I loved it. I was fully on board with it. I totally knew where you were going the whole time. You hated the group pack. Okay, it was like a group rock and roll, and it was very clearly like Greece styled and whatever. But then they were like making subtle nods to like West Side Story. I I just. I just hated it. I I forget how much I don't like the group dances. The packages tend to be fun to see the couples interact with each other, but this one just felt so forced the whole way through. Mm-hmm. It felt very produced, rehearsed. It wasn't very fun, and then the dance itself was worthless. I mean, they always are. They always are. But they did deliver one absolute gem of a line when they talk about how they can do lifts. And Tony looks directly into the camera and goes, eat your heart out, Carrie Ann. And I loved that. I loved that. And that couple also delivered the best thing of the dance. And do you know what that is? Jane's blonde wig. Was something. She was unrecognizable. I decided I loved it, but it was probably ironic. I literally thought she was Julianne. I I, did From the bottom of my heart. I always got confused. I got confused every time. I'd be like, okay, I guess this is Julianne and Elio. No, it's it's Jane and Tony. Oh, there's Jane Seymour. Okay. So it was worthless. So it was we have stupid. we have the nerds of Jenny Derrick, Cameron. Yeah, and this is not Marie even John. worth talking about because it's stupid, Katie. It is not. And then we have worth the greasers of Sabrina and Mark, Jane and Tony. I literally wrote down Helio and Julian, and then had to cross it out and write Jane and Tony. That is how much Jane looked like Julianne. Wait, so it was the greasers and the jocks, right? I don't even. It doesn't sure. matter. This is stupid. It was stupid. <laughs> it was stupid. It was so dumb. And it was so dumb knowing that that was the last time I was going to watch a certain contestant. <laughs> I'm really frustrated that you just said that because I did not need that reminder. 
And then when you phrase it like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I, oh, God, maybe I am pissed. Oh, God, <laughs> this is for a long time. It, is, it, <laughs> has it has been 14 years. It has been 14 years. It's been 84 years, and I can still smell the paint, Chris. The china had never been used. The beds had never been slept in. And Sabrina had never been robbed. (laughs) But somebody had to take the diamond from Sabrina. And do you know where they put it? They put the diamond in the coat. And where'd they put the coat? On her! (laughs) Why are we still doing that bit? (laughs) Oh god, why are we so funny? Our podcast has such a tangled mythology, you can't miss an episode. (laughs) No, you're... Imagine if this is their first episode. <laughs> we're just like, why is this happening right now? <laughs> it's because we're really sad. Is that, is that a Titanic reference? Next, we're going to start singing Sia songs. Like, ugh. <laughs> It wouldn't even make any sense. It wouldn't even make any sense. Okay. Last time that we had a group dance, you had me give my quick thoughts on it. What do you say we switch it up and I ask you for your quick thoughts? Katie, it's going to be the same thing every time. It's going to be, I don't remember. I hated it. I don't remember this couple. I hated it. I don't like that is literally all that I have because I hated this and I did not care. Then. Then why don't you ask me? Because I specifically wrote one thing, just wrote things down. Okay, good. Or do we just want to move on? Do we just want to move on? Honestly, yes. Because A, thank you for like humble bragging about doing the work. And B, thank you for like (laughs) making us try to spend time. tonight you do not need to attack me tonight i am fragile i am emotionally unstable you do not want to bring the fire good sir i felt that was an attack on me by you being like oh well i wrote everything down i guess like i bet you did oh you didn't Hmm, well i guess i can do this no because whatever we'll talk about this off pod we'll talk about it off pod i'll explain why i wrote things down is it is it because you were trying to like i hear you and i see you is it because you figured we would do a format similar to the last one and i just like decided no i don't want to was that it okay yeah that makes sense naturally that's literally exactly it that is literally exactly it all I right. guess we don't have to go to therapy this week, Chris, because we just rehashed it all right here. Hey, I've been on such a mental health journey. I am glad to be your therapist that you don't pay and is not licensed Get me Alex Wallace on the phone. Get me Alex Wallace on the line. This would be great if he listened to this podcast, but he probably doesn't. He probably doesn't, and he should not. <laughs> Honestly, no one should. <laughs> no! That's not true. <laughs> we 
we are unraveling so we have not even talked about a single contestant and we are unraveling quickly okay let's talk about one then we're gonna start with elio and julianne in week six before the monstrosity of the group dance they danced a cha-cha what did we think how did we like this cha-cha I really enjoyed it. I thought that they looked effortless. He was sharp, precise. He was right on the money. It was fun. It was fast. But I found myself thinking that they seemed to just be repeating the same steps a lot of the time. So I really enjoyed the routine, but I question if it was like a pretty basic routine. But I don't know. I feel like we've kind of talked about this before. It's like, if you can do a basic routine really, really well, and you're doing like the fundamentals really, really well, isn't there like, shouldn't we reward that too? Yeah. I was just glad to see him dancing a fun dance where he didn't have to act. Yes. Because Lord knows he can't. Um, I really liked his well-pointed feet. I thought it was mm -hmm. a good routine. I thought it was enjoyable. It wasn't the most exciting thing, but I found myself being like, we are on the precipice of launching here. Mm -hmm. In ways that I haven't necessarily felt that he has been at before. So I am excited mm -hmm. to see where he goes obviously we have two more dances to talk about for him but this cha-cha mm -hmm. was like yes the potential is back we're starting yeah. to unplateau and rise yeah i'm yeah i can see that where you're like oh i'm kind of starting to remember like why i was excited about you mm -hmm. again i can see that i just didn't like the way his coat was sized in this it made Mm -hmm. everything just look proportionally off and then it made his mm -hmm. body look out of alignment so mm -hmm. i didn't like that it made it hard for me at times to be like is it the coat or is it him but the judges seem to think that he did just fine uh they scored it a nine a ten and a nine for 28 out of 30. Mm -hmm. a very good week six score and then we move yep. into week seven Let's talk about their tango. In the package, I really enjoy that often Helio is wearing like custom shirts um, <laughs> that like reference the week ahead or reference like, oh, here's like Team Helio and then a joke underneath it. And I really liked the shirt that they had this week, which was a We Heart You Eliminated Contestant and i just liked that and this was the first thing we yeah. saw in week seven so i wasn't sick of okay i think we're overplaying our hand here um yeah but it just makes me like him i loved in their package julianne says what feels natural and he like so innocently looks at her and is like nothing like he's just like this is the most unnatural thing I've ever done in my life. Thank you so much for asking me, Julianne. Like, So the tango, she looked fabulous. He looked real mm -hmm. good in that suit thing. Um, 
how did you feel about his performance? It didn't wow me. I thought that I was missing a connection between them. He was smiling too much. This is a tango. Mm-hmm. Give me smolder. Give me, like, simmering. He wasn't that. I agree that it didn't wow me. And that's what makes him so difficult, is that he is very good. There's a little bit of a lack of wow, especially a wow that others have had or are continuing to have. And he is like, he's very good but he's not them. Yes. Not that we're starting to spoil where the season is headed, but if we were, because at this point, who cares? There are no at rules this point, anymore. I truly, can I just say it? Like, can I just go for it? Are we just ripping down the curtains? Are we burning down the walls? Can I do it? If the people don't know 14 years ago what happened, at this point, after this episode, it doesn't matter. We need to get into it. Do it. Rip it down. I literally cannot believe that he's my winner. I think he's inconsistent week after week. I don't think that his personality is anything that special. Like, he's endearing, and I do like him, but... I just can't, like, considering other contestants, Mel, Sabrina, I'm floored that he wins this. I I keep being like, okay, he's got a couple iconic dances. They are coming up. We're going to have them. We are in week seven, and we haven't seen the iconic, iconic dances of his. Mm -hmm. At least with Apollo... Basically, from, like, week six on, he kind of took off. Not a complete straight shot, but you were like, okay, here we go. Hell yeah. You could see it unfolding. Right now, I, like, right now, Helio, he's not, like, leading the pack. He's not, like, the standout star. Like, there's, not that there's, like, nothing about him or anything like that, because that feels too harsh. But, like, right now, I am just, like, I don't understand how you win the problem for me like i said he's good he's very good he's not special Mm -hmm. i'm very excited for you to see how it's going to unfold but also it's not exciting and it's not fun (laughs) so i'm like i'm basically just interested to see how you react to it but that dance score is not well chris that dance scores a 25, eights, and a nine from Carrie Ann. And you know what Samantha says? Samantha back, backstage is like, I know that this is when you normally tune me out, but do you, the reason that Samantha isn't here is because Sabrina? not enough Why people Sabrina? voted. Why Sabrina? Because Samantha's here because she's back from maternity leave, girl. Did I say Samantha? You did. Oh whatever it's because i'm so blindly upset usually this is the point of the show where i tune you out but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so samantha basically just says like you gotta vote because that's you america are the reason sabrina left and i thought i took that as a personal attack i did too sorry carver anyway then a samba 
I like their Samba quite a lot. Can't really. I disagree. I thought it was boring. It just felt timid to me. I didn't feel like he went full out. And, like, they did seem like they had a lot of fun. Like, they're laughing with each other at the end of the dance. But, like, I hated Julianne's costume. I just, I might be hate-watching Helio right now. The one thing about it, so I thought it was fun. I liked watching him. He did very well at it. But it's not super memorable. That's the one thing about it. Like, I really liked it. But I couldn't really tell you anything about it anymore. Chris, I watched it tonight, and I couldn't tell you anything about it. He danced it very well. That's the thing that I took away from it. That I didn't really watch Julianne. I watched him, and I thought he was very good. Congratulations, Helio. More memorable is the fact that during his critique, Len decided to hate on President Bush, which I thought was very funny. (laughs) Like, for no reason, Len is just... Just because you're from Brazil doesn't mean you're going to be a good samba dancer. Just like, just because you're from Texas doesn't mean you're going to be a good president. And it's like, okay. This makes sense. This follows. We love Len. Obviously, we love Len. But this was nonsensical. Yes. Straight nines. All right, great. We good? We done? We're good. We're good. You know what I'm discovering? Hmm. I am really hungry, so I was like, what if I eat snacks while doing this podcast? I can't really do snacks and talk. It's very difficult. No, it doesn't work. Life is hard. I just want to eat some forking Tostitos Salsa Verde chips, which are very good, but alas... Do you want Tostitos Salsa Verde chips to sponsor us? Should we cut to our Tostitos Salsa Verde commercial? Well, if they're not paying us. (laughs) Do you ever find yourself recording a podcast and thinking, hmm, I wish I just had a chip right now? Well, good news. Tostitos Salsa Verde provides a burst of flavor in every crunch available at all grocery stores. Use code JMP.pod for 0% off. Thank you, Katie, for that informative and entertaining ad read. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're as off the rails as Len was in week seven. (laughs) Let's talk about somebody who honestly is starting to find his way on the rails. It's Cameron and Edita. Okay, Katie, Katie, (laughs) you can't roll your eyes because this is an audio medium, famously, but I'm not saying he should be here over other people, but he is improving. He is like on a good journey. I can live with this in ways that I can't live with other people. I get that. Like, I really do understand what you're saying. It's just, like, out of these three dances, I enjoyed, like, one of them. 
So, like, it's just kind of hard for me to fully buy into it. But, like, you're not wrong because he has a very infectious energy. And I think it means a lot to him to still be here. So, like, I get it. And the funny thing is, I don't disagree with you that really only one out of the three is legitimately, like, enjoyable, good. Yeah. But I think there's good things to be... Basically, there's one that's bad, one that's pretty good, and one that's, like, good, enjoyable, getting towards upper tier. Yeah. So let's start with the one that's kind of medium. It's their Samba. the Samba. It feels like an iconic Edita outfit. There's basically nothing on it. Um, so his dancing is definitely improved. Much like Helio, the dance never really takes off into something wow factor. Correct. Not one samba roll. I think that the tan tones of their costume and the song kind of worked against them. Like, he impressed me and he had good energy, but I just didn't love the routine as a whole. Mm Mm-hmm. I saw in the way he was dancing, in the way his hips moved, in the way he kind of hit those lines, you saw the improvement. Take one guess of what I'm going to say that he still needs. Heel leads. Oh, no. Uh, Stronger arms. They're still inconsistent. Oh, yep. You do love a strong arm. Well, Cameron's arms aren't strong enough. He kind of just like... Uh, yeah. wet noodles them out to the side when you need to go like mm-hmm. boom it's easy it's an easy fix and he still doesn't do it yes in their package Edita is talking about the samba and she goes I know a perfect place that we can go and it was not the zoo <laughs> boo Edita can only take people to the zoo. That, that, or they can go leg warmer shopping. Those are the only two things I will accept. I thought that was in her contract, but here I was at the Samba bar, so. Do you think it's in Edita's writer that they provide her with leg warmers? I feel like Edita is, like, too wonderful of a human being to like put anything on her rider other than like water edita since we know you're listening if you want to tell us what's on your rider so next time you come on the podcast we can provide it please let us know yes edita if you can get back to me about whether or not alec wants to be on the podcast please return my dms thank you so much so what does this dance score, Katie? <laughs> it scores a 25. 9, 8, 8. For some reason, Kieran gives it a 9. Yeah, I agree. Which is why the score of their next dance is too high. In week yes. 7. Oh. And I'm going to say it right now. Because this score is a little inflated... I think it's what saves him over the week seven eliminated couple. Probably. 
I think if this dance was given the correct score, he would have gone home. But I could see that. Um, they dance a quick step. It flirts with disaster immediately. It never becomes a full-on disaster. But immediately they're messing yes, about. Mm, I'm not sure it... It's like flying off the rails at times. Well, but they get completely off. They get completely off. Yes, but then he finds his way back. True, true. That's the one thing in this quick step. Like, they start with this messing about where he's, like, jumping and leaping and trying to be, like, so energetic. And from that moment on, he is too energetic. And that sends him off. He's, like, too hyped up. So it means he's kind of splaying out. Um, It's out of control. It's, he finds his way at times, but it's, it's not Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. It just, it's, what's hard is that like, I don't really have anything to say about it because like the mistake is the biggest takeaway. So like, that's really all that I wrote about. And it's by far the biggest mistake anybody has in week seven. And so the fact fact that that is not the lowest scored dance of the night and in fact ties with several others in round one is just bizarre. Bonkers. And like the judges say like, yeah, we do have to take, you know, you have to take points off for your mistake. And then he still ends with eight. So I'm like, are you telling me that that was a 10 dance prior to the timing getting off? Because I don't see that. Yeah. And I do apologize. I lied. Um, This is tied for the lowest score of the night, but it's tied with a bunch of dances. It's tied. Yeah. Which is wrong. Um, So wrong. The judging in round one of week seven, they were very persnickety. And I actually really liked that because they were harping on a lot of detail work. They were not very pleased with how lackadaisical and loose a lot of the dances were. And I agreed with it. I thought round one was a big ol' disappointment. No, I completely did too. And especially because we are in week seven. Like, Sabrina just went home. Like, get your shirt together prove that you deserve to be here because our rightful winner was just eliminated put some respect on the show and then they don't at all in round one yeah it's not good that dance shouldn't have scored a 24 but then they dance a jive and i was worried based on how out of control he got in round one um that said, I rather liked this. I really enjoyed this drive. I really, really enjoyed this drive. It was a very difficult routine. It was very high intensity drive. And like considering what he had just done, I give him so much props for going out there. And it really just felt like he left all of the criticism behind it when it was like, he went out there and he was like, this is the start of my night. Let's hit it. And hit it. He does. 
his legs were sharp. So were Edita's, obviously. But I... And they were highlighted by green leg warmers. But um, he just did a really good job of being tight, of being right in the groove. I really liked it. You saw his improvement so hard. It was a fun routine. Mm -hmm. My only problem is that when he would kick out with his feet, some sometimes he was throwing his neck along with it, and it was just providing too much upper body tension. I his kicks and his flicks were incredible. Like I definitely think that his kicks and flicks were great. I could have used a tad more energy in his feet when he wasn't kicking out. Okay. That's fair. I was just impressed that we're used to talking about the tall people syndrome. Tall people doing a jive. And he did well. It wasn't lanky. It was controlled. It was tight is nice yep yep so you know what tall people shut up about how difficult the drive is if amon can do it and if cameron can do it you can do it looking at you kareem abdul jabbar i don't know if (laughs) some of us don't know who amon is because we're not watching season 30 but if you are interested in season 30 remember quick step reactions tuesdays um so this dance straight nines 27 that means that cameron has a score of 51 out of 60 on the night i realized we didn't say what elio had um he had 52 out of 60 so just ahead Mm -hmm. cameron is he's not going to be long for this competition he can't and i still obviously sabrina and We'll spoil it. Sabrina and Jane should not go before him. But at least he's improving. And at least he's, like, enjoying it. And he has good energy. It would be one thing if he was just kind of, like, a meh contestant. But, like, he is a good contestant. Yeah. It's almost like, what would it be like to have somebody outstay their welcome where they didn't improve... They weren't very fun. They were too try hard. They needed therapy. What would that be like? I don't know. I've never experienced that. The way you gave my really good bit, almost no energy, made me want to slip my wrists. <laughs> oh, is that not an appropriate joke? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Were you talking about Ian? Girl, of course I was talking about Ian. <laughs> I didn't know if you were talking about Ian or Jenny. That's why I was like, I don't know which one he's referencing. Well, hopefully referencing Cheryl's very inappropriate comment helped. No, it did. I cleared it right up. Cheryl, if you're listening, A, we hope you, like, heal or whatever. And B. Are feeling better. Come on our podcast and apologize. Well, we won't yeah, talk. Do you don't have to apologize because we understand why you said it. Um, you we don't have to talk about it at all. We can just talk about how great you are. No. Instead, let's talk about the time that Chris and I got to say hello to you. Mm, what a time! What a life. Cheryl, do you remember us? <laughs> Cheryl. Only, obviously, Cheryl, this part only you're listening to. Everybody else isn't listening. They're not allowed. 
Cheryl, tell us why we were the best yeah. fans you ever interacted with after a show. Yes, tell us what it was about Disney Night that really made us stand out. It was my dress, wasn't it? It was the fear in Chris's eyes that we would eventually be kicked off the floor, wasn't it? It was the, oh my god, we're not supposed to be out here. Do you think they'll know we're plebes? <laughs> they absolutely know. Speaking of plebes, let's talk about Marie and Jonathan. I don't know. I was looking for some sort of transition. Um, okay, week six. No. <laughs> No. Nope. Um, I mean, it was very Jonathan heavy. I thought that she used the dress well. I thought that she had good passion. But it wasn't anything to write home about. I thought it was too reserved. I didn't think it exploded enough. I I didn't care for it. I thought... I thought Jonathan was hilarious in their package. The Paso is danced upright. Yes. She's funny. I like Jonathan a lot. He has really grown on me in ways I didn't expect. Uh-huh. It's just a very, like, understated humor, and I appreciate that. Yes, we love he, an understated king. He gives me a little bit of weird energy, but maybe that's because I side with the Trey Boone in that relationship. Yes. And so we I'm know like, where our loyalties lie. So I'm probably... Trey Boone, if the producers would finally give you a good contestant so you could hang around for a while, we would be gushing about you. But instead, we've just seen a lot of Jonathan. Hey, wait a few seasons. So yeah, the pasta scores a 23-887. I feel like we can move on. Yep, great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then they dance a quick step to the Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. This is a jive song. Okay, why were her and why were her and Jane performing the exact same dance styles in this week? Because they wanted to send one of them home? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't um, know what it was. But this, like, so they dance a quick step, but it's a jive song, and it starts like a jive. Yes. yes. I smiled through the whole thing. I thought that it was fun. Um, at times, I thought it looked like Jonathan was dragging her, and I wanted her to be, like, a hair sharper. But overall, I really enjoyed the quick step. I do agree it was a jive song, and it did have the feel of a jive. You said it was almost like he was dragging her. To me, that really came through in how I didn't always feel that she was holding her upright posture. Which you could kind of mm -hmm. get away with in a jive. You can't in a quick step. But I did think it was a good job. This was definitely the best dance out of round one. And it wasn't close. Oh, yes. Absolutely agree. And she ends with a kiss with Len and it worked yes it it was really good so if I have sounded down on Marie which I mean I kind of am but this dance was like see this is what she can do well 
it scores a 10 a 9 and a 9 for a 28 she screams at the 10 she's Mm -hmm. so excited about that which is delightful yes so if she did that one well the cha-cha's not good the cha-cha is sloppy the cha-cha's bad yeah it's camp it was sloppy it is camp in the bad way yeah yeah it kind of lacked content too yeah like they did a bad dance and then it wasn't even like choreographed well well the worst part about it is is that she's overperforming it because she's trying to be sexy and it's coming Mm -hmm. across so uncomfortably it's not good it's not fun to watch it's bad and it's way yeah. overscored. Uh, yeah. It's overscored. Uh, it gets three eights for 24. It gives her 52 out of 60 on the night, which ties her with Helio um, in tied for second place. Nope, that's, yep, that's good math. Nope, that's bad math. Tied for third place. Read numbers, Chris. So, I don't know, I just... She has plateaued and she has her moment of like boogie woogie bugle boy surrounded by two dances that did not work for me very much at all. Where are, where are you at on her? Because obviously we originally at the start of the season were like, oh my God, she's a breath of fresh air. We love her. She's serving us wine mom energy, Stan, a queen. Where are you right now with her? I'm losing steam with her, but, like, considering who I'm left with, she, like, out of circumstance, is, like, still high on my list. Like, Mm -hmm. considering that we lost Jane and Sabrina, it's like, okay, well, it's Mel and Marie then. So you're still putting Marie above Halio? Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, for me, Marie has served worse up she's maybe served better but she's also served worse which makes me mm-hmm. almost knock her down a peg which is I probably can, like, understand i can like understand why you might be a little like because like i said i think last week it's like we're just seeing the same stuff week after week after week after week with her and we're not seeing a ton of like growth in her dances and like just like Cameron, like she's so inconsistent, where like it's just kind of hard. Mm-hmm. I also probably have bias toward Helio, knowing he's going to win. That I am just like, well, I'll be nice to him and I will try to find the good in him, knowing we're going to have to accept it. <laughs> Whereas I am like, how dare he why did he win i'm gonna hate watch him is like kind of where i'm at right now so it's difficult you know who i am hate watching our next contestant jenny garth and her partner Derek huff in week six they perform a mambo and her packages are just like dumb in my opinion katie she's not a performer this is hard for her she is an actress actress 
an actress. But I'm sorry, she's not a performer. She's like, the more that I go, the more nervous I get. They get a stupid Len in his underwear moment. Like, it, it, yeah. And hey, Derek said she's really fun in rehearsals, so he's just going to try to show off that fun, Jenny. I mean, I don't see well, it in their packages. I would have loved to have seen that the last six weeks, but I missed it. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> Are we being cruel to this woman who is just like an ordinary woman who happens to be an actress? She loves her kids. She loves her husband. She has a totally fine, normal life. And we should probably just be like, oh, she's just like a nice mom. Should we be nicer to this woman? No, we should not. If she wanted nicety, then when Sabrina Bryan was announced as eliminated, she should have ran out there and said, you know what? I sacrificed myself for her. That's what she should have done. And then I would have hailed her as the hero. Sometimes you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Unfortunately, Jenny Garth was always the villain of this season. Um, is she is she my new Sarah Evans? Am I always just going to pick like a straight white woman who's probably perfectly nice that I'm just like, well, I hate her. I hate this woman. It seems like it's a pattern that is emerging down with heteronormativity and white women yeah but like maybe we focus that towards like white white males i don't know i don't know chris but at least they can be attractive <laughs> you literally said jenny garth was kidney donation level pretty so <laughs> okay because she is <laughs> i know but like that's pretty. Tell me you look at Cameron Matheson and don't go, mm. Would you say, mm, about Jenny Garth? Like, maybe if I was a lesbian. <laughs> so what you're saying is... I don't really say, I don't really say, mm, about Cameron. Okay, well, I no longer trust your opinion. So... <laughs> okay, says the guy who does not think Patrick Swayze is attractive, so... I don't find decomposing corpses all that interesting or, like, attractive. I literally cannot stand you. <laughs> so this played kind of like a slow jive more than a mambo. And the only thing I thought interesting yeah. was in it was we saw Derek's first crotch bob. Yes. And we know that he loves those that move. Can't believe she Jenny had, agreed like, to okay it. Hips. I can't believe she agreed to like bob her head in his crotch. Yeah. Yeah. So tell so you thought it was okay hips. Do you have anything else? Because I literally don't give a shirt about any of it. I mean, it like she was clearly still nervous. She had okay hips, like she's very stiff. I'm just over her. Yep. Way overscored. Twenty seven. Week seven of the <laughs> She is disgusting. <laughs> the scores are disgusting. She is disgusting. So week seven, they dance a Viennese. Um, I was handling things well. Because my first note is, <laughs> she is my enemy. I am at war with Jenny. So I was doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear my, my note about Cameron that I did not say earlier? 
My first thought about Cameron Matheson, in quotes, huge disappointment to be in bottom two, end quote, me. No, the disappointment (laughs) was that you did not go home. (laughs) I love this journey for the two of us. I don't know how you don't hate her more. Or do you? Um... Okay. No, I don't I don't want to I know mean, the answer. I kind to this. of want I kind of why? Because if you say the wrong answer, it's gonna make me really mad at you. Okay. What's the wrong answer? What's the right answer? Jenny is obviously the one we're at war with. Or you should be at war yeah. with because she is my enemy. So is that your answer that you say Jen- Jenny is more of your enemy than Cameron? Yes. Okay, great. See, we're on the same page. No, we're on the same page. It's especially infuriating when I look at the scores and I know that her mambo outscored Sabrina's dance. And I know that Sabrina goes, like, it's just, there's a little bit of, like, was Jenny just served a hand that she, like, didn't mean to be served? I'm going to pretend like I have any idea what you mean there. The Viennese waltz was not really a Viennese waltz. I mean, she moved beautifully. She was not emotionally into the dance. She's not improving. It's the same crap every week. She just doesn't do it for me. Why is she still here? Those are my notes. Needed more smoothness. Um, I agreed with Bruno. When she's right, when she's on, it's really good. It's so right. Mm-hmm. But she's so inconsistent within a singular dance. Yes. And I'm so sick of them saying it's nerves. It's ner- It's like, no, it's not nerves. Like, she's not doing this well. Or it, maybe it's nerves, but at a certain point, you either have to get over them or stop. Go home, Jenny. Go home to your husband who you're not going to be married to soon. Yes. Peter, Carlisle, Cullen. Whatever. Uh, 8, 8, 9, 25. Okay. Then, it's the dance we feared from them. It's a freaking rumba. Um, as we expected, the package about this was all about, like, oh, how do we get, like, chemistry, blah, blah, blah. And I don't care. I don't uh, care. I can't picture Derek like that. Uh. I understand that it was, like, good but I refuse to accept it. That's literally exactly how I felt. I was like, oh crap. That was actually like a pretty decent rumba, but it's a rumba and it's Jenny and I'd give it a two. So you watched it. Yeah. Cause I'll admit I started it. I was like, this is good. I don't like that. So I basically tuned out for the next, however long the dance went. And I will, I I won't apologize. I refuse to apologize. She is my enemy. (laughs) Is she more your enemy because of Jane? I think it's the thing in totality. That's, yes, the thing in totality. It's hard to say because... Cameron at least feel well and that's not even fair because like 
say their rumba was probably a really good dance, but it was a rumba, and I don't care about her, so I didn't watch it. She probably justified being there, much like I feel that Cameron at least is showing improvement and is making a case for, okay, there's a reason that he could still be here, even if I don't agree with it. I'm sure Jenny is making that case, but I refuse to accept it, therefore it feels like she isn't, and then I'm like, okay, well, she shouldn't be here above either of them, even though she has made a case for why she's not horrid. But how can you make a case of not being horrid on a rumbo? Good point. She's a witch. Let's burn her. 9, 9, 10, 28. She has a 53. Probably overscored. Uh, probably. So she is tied. Well, not even tied. She is second place. I'm doing a really good job of the judges leaderboard for week seven. It's just because it makes me angry. I am incensed. I am mad. There is a fire happening. So at least we get to talk about somebody who I like. Let's talk about the Eminem Dance Factory 1.0. Rumbo. Week six. How'd you feel about it? Well, I mean, it is a rumba. Mm-hmm. Loved that it was like a really classy dress until she turns to the side and it's like all cut out. Yep. And I loved it. Yep. Um, it's really nice. The R and B song choice is good for her. It's just got enough soul yeah. to it. And the way she dances has a lot of that same feeling. She embodied it well. It had more spark than most rumbas usually do. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I agree. It. I mean, it's a rumba, so it's always going to feel kind of meh. We are creatures of habit. Um, and it did feel a little max heavy at times especially when like the rumba is the woman's dance but she moved so sensually they had great chemistry i loved her costume i thought that she blew it out of the water yeah and it gets a 30 and we find out that they only had six hours of rehearsal time this week it's wild you could say this woman's worth was six hours of perfection correct correct if you thought that their packages couldn't get more intense i have good news for you because in week seven we basically have a package we've already seen from them multiple times where they fight one leaves Mel is stressed because of Spice Girls obligations. They fight some more. They're like, I don't know if we can do this. Let's dance. It just makes me question because like it's it sounds like they are she is rehearsing for a Spice Girls tour and rehearsing for this show. And it just makes me question why she agreed to be on the show right now. That's how I feel with so many of these people when they start talking about their very busy lives i'm like you knew this was a time that you couldn't really do this yeah so why did you agree um but i i really like it because it really highlights max is who he is mel is she's scary spice and she definitely has that sort of she can be so funny and so enjoyable but 
she has a certain like simmering bubbling whatever that like you can see in how she can talk to max when she's not being funny and i just really love watching the energy of them butt heads and maybe that's part of what makes their partnership so good that mm-hmm. they both get along but when they fight like we've seen couples fight before we've seen max partners fight a little bit but not to this mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. and maybe that's why it works well it's they're both such passionate fiery people mm-hmm. which will really come into play yeah in a little bit okay let's breathe through the breeze through the foxtrot it was a little hectic at times needed more fluidity she looked overwhelmed it was fine but i really enjoyed her personality yeah i loved that she was in pants yes they were good pants yep I agreed. More glide would have been better. It was good. I did really like the opening that it was very chill and they were just like mirroring each other's moves out of hold. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the thing as a whole is like, okay. It deserved the score it got. Yep. Which was a 24. Um, correct. Good job. Good effort. Okay. Let's do what we wanted to do. This is. Let's. The burn moment. it down let's this is, burn this mother down this dance this week seven laden round dance it is eminem dance factory it is the dance i'll let you begin because i do already know one of your opinions on this dance and it's wrong but i'll let you talk this dance they dance a pasta play. It is simply put incredible. It is breathtaking. Everything about it is insane. The timing, the attack, the intensity. She is incredible. I think, I'm going to save that. Her strut at the beginning is incredible. Her sensuality, her kicks, her frame, the shaping, the high knees, Len clapping in the background. It's iconic. Give her the Mirable trophy. This is incredible. It tops Mario's Paso. Saying it that bluntly is hard to hear. I know. You really freed your mind with that. Unfortunately, I will not follow. Um, uh, <laughs> no, this Paso is great. I was so excited. I was mm-hmm. ready. It delivers. It's perfection. What can you say about it? I mean, it's so good. When they raise their feet slowly and then like swivel them around. Yes. It's the best move in the thing. I mean, it's incredible. It is not my favorite Paso on the show because Mario's for me felt more traditional. This, because of the music, I mean, is something very different. It's a great Paso. It's a great this show Paso. Mario's is I I mean, there I have no words for Mario's Paso, but this is second to that. The judges are like Len is basically speechless when yep. he goes to give his critiques. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. Her outfit, her like 
she matches Max's energy. Like, all I, I'm basically speechless. It's just, I watched it three times tonight. It's incredible. Free your mind and the rest will follow. I mean, just, ugh. I love it. Incredible. In case you're wondering, it is a perfect 30. 54 out of 60. They are in the lead, but the judges' leaderboard is very tight. It's going to lead to some heartbreak. Okay. On the fly, I'm going to actually have us change the order we're going to talk about our eliminated contestants. We are going to begin with the week seven fallen comrade. We will talk about Jane Seymour. The only one he truly loved. Rude. When my son was born, he died. Everybody, I'm very excited to see six. Uh, I believe tonight, I think, was the night I was supposed to go see the musical six in Chicago, but that got canceled. Um, so, RIP in the most. It's just a piece. night of high emotions for you all around. In case you didn't know, Jane Seymour is one of the names of uh, wife number three of Henry VIII. Not Len. Len has had multiple wives. Not as many as Henry VIII. <laughs> All right. In week six, Jane and Tony dance a jive. I felt very nervous for her going into a jive because she's Jane <laughs> Seymour. <laughs> My fears were correct yeah it just it's not her dance no we knew it wasn't gonna be her dance she's too graceful she needed way more energy her kicks and flicks were on point but when he looked at her feet compared to to tony's no dice she was gliding it, when she just... needed to skip yeah len said it really well she was dancing a ballerina jive yes and that's what it was it's we knew it wasn't going to be her dance yep and she and it wasn't let's talk about something i noticed so i know we were harping that tony brought in just one snake handler and he refuses to go to zoos i think i figured out where tony does like to go Tony likes to go to military bases because once yes, again, he does. Tony dances this jive for the troops. I just don't get it. It did. I'm not going to lie to you. After I watched the package, I did have to go watch Tony and Stacey's jive. And then I stood in my kitchen getting my dinner going, a jitterbug. A jitterbug. I am who I am. I am who I am. I'm, I'm not here to criticize, even though I've criticized you many times tonight. <laughs> this dance score is an 8, a 7, and a 7 for 22. I hate mm -hmm. to say, it's probably overscored. Yeah, the 8 was... A bit of a reach. Yep. Then in week seven, 
Okay, here's what's the problem. These are not Jane's two best weeks. No. And so I can understand how they kind of falter, they get eliminated. But it still sucks knowing that she should outlast two of the people who are left, if not three of the people who are left. If not four of the people who are left, she should outlast them. They have a bad week yeah. and they pay for it. Yeah. And it sucks. Can I say something that you might not like to hear? <sighs> okay, yes. But depending on how much I don't like to hear it, I reserve the right to say something awful in our next segment. The way you delivered that and the look that you're giving me, it, like, terrifies me. I the guess am- for me... The for- amount that I'm, like, running my hands through my hair and just it's turning into, like, horribly crazy, like, villainous hair is a yeah. lot. For me, personally, I felt like Jane had kind of plateaued and... I've said it week after week, like, she just is very dainty. She's Grace personified. And I did agree with the judges that it's, like, she needed to wow me. And she just hasn't been doing that. But, like, I love watching her dance. I absolutely agree that, like, it is wrong that she goes when she goes. She absolutely should stay here. Hear me say that. Mm -hmm. Okay, I hear what you're saying. For me, I didn't feel she was plateauing because weeks four and five, she just explodes. Because we made this clear. She wowed me where she didn't necessarily wow you. Yes. Then week six is a dance we know is going to not be good for her. Week seven are two dances that you're like, okay, she can do all right in both of them probably. And unfortunately, she doesn't quite hit the levels you feel she could she just needs to like attack it you know it's like you just you want her to like throttle it and she wasn't doing that and so that's where i was i guess maybe plateau maybe isn't the right word but well no it probably it probably is because you're right week six and seven are like not steps forward for her. They're not necessarily steps back, but but they mm-hmm. are kind of flat. So so I get it. And you're right. I just I love her. I love listening to her in the packages. Yes. She's such a delight. She's just aspirational. Yes. She's everybody mm-hmm. I wa- like she's everything I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> I loved her. And mm-hmm. so yeah, she plateaus in terms of the dancing in these weeks, but I don't care. Like, that's the thing. These two dances, I'm going to not be, like, so effusive about. I don't really have a lot to say about them. But I'm still like, how dare? I love her. No, I 100 Yes, I agree. Because that's, like, how I feel, too, is, like, I can't sit here and be, like, these dances were absolutely phenomenal. But, like, it is so wrong that someone with so much just, like, natural dance ability is gone. Mm-hmm. Their quick step to walk the line is good. I think this song should have been to a foxtrot because, like, she's not moving lightly on her feet. She's a little heavy, which is the song. Well, how can you be quick to walk the line? Yeah. Like, they should have performed a quick step to Ring of Fire. 
Yes. That would work I better. I literally wrote that down. You're magical. Thank you. It, it, I left it, though, feeling like I know she can be better than this. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the story of these two weeks for her. Like, she can be better. Well, and I will say this, like, they used every inch of the floor, they glided across the floor, but this is a quick step, and I don't necessarily want to see you gliding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just wasn't light enough. So, Mm -hmm. it scores straight eights for a 24, and then in the Latin round, it's a cha-cha. It's not Mm -hmm. very hot of a cha-cha, but again, I don't care, I love her. It, is it too graceful she was for Aladdin? Sharp. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. See, for me, it was a little too graceful, a little too smooth. But again, I don't care. I love her. So you tell me. She's sharp. She was sharp. She was right on the money. I loved the fringe. I thought that it was fun, but I needed more attack from her. But she's incredible. Yeah. So I'm mad about it. I will say, I think I've just lost some of my fire. Because I'm I'm mad about Jane. I'm obviously more mad about the other one, but I think I'm I just was able to save most of my ire for the people I hate, and so then when I'm like spewing righteous indignation, I'm like I don't have it anymore because my enemies have gotten what they deserve. Well, they they didn't because they outlasted, and how dare they? Yeah, they don't have an open heart. Or an open heart collection by Jane Seymour. Should I buy you something from the open heart collection? Katie, it would mean nothing more. It would be my most prized possession. How much do those things run? Do they still sell? I don't know. I'm looking right now. Um, You can get... It's like 100. That's I'm not seeing like one for like 61. It's not as diamondy. It appears to just be. I could get you this new one that's called the wave because it's blue. And then it could be like, I got you the heart of the ocean too. You dove all the way in. I thought the old lady dropped it in the ocean at the end. I got it, Chris. These are all rings. I don't want the rings. Well, search for necklaces, girl. I do- oh, here, I can filter. I'm really glad that these still exist. She is a queen. Do you think she would come Why on the podcast one? just so I could say nice things no. about her? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> I just want to compliment her. Okay, I'm done looking at jewelry. This has been great. What you, the listener, don't know is that we probably just had like a five-minute break where Katie either decided to turn off her Wi-Fi or basically did everything she could to stall from what we are doing now. Oh, by the way, Jane had 50 out of 60 in the end. 26 for that dance, 899. So she did have the lowest score. She shouldn't have gone home. I loved her. We get it. Now let's talk about the other one we loved. It's so much more than just loving her, though. That's the thing. It's like, she was the winner. Yes. Can you honestly tell me, 
do you think anyone would have topped her if she would have stayed? Mel had a chance. Yes. Yes. Do I know? It's, if... I mean, it's an impossible game. It's a yeah. game of hypotheticals. Yeah. And Sabrina, there are a few factors that I think lead to her elimination here. One, something we have learned over time is that the younger Disney Channel stars don't always have the voters don't always have the voters of America behind them pushing them to the end or pushing them over some of the adults with either more established fan bases or fit in certain personality archetypes that they respond to but she like i i hear you and i see you and so like mm -hmm. i feel like i'm raising my voice at you and it's not because i'm like you're like so wrong or anything like that but like she was so good that like even though she didn't have that well-established fan base if you were watching the show how are you not voting for her agreed another factor against her here is that she is the first one up so her yes. score does drop her a little bit lower than usual. Mm -hmm. We also have to look at the fact the judges are maybe a little bit harsher on her because they're like, we expect so much from you. Mm -hmm. um, and she really does have the detriment of she's been so good for so long that America eventually probably takes that for granted a little bit and is like, well, we know she's great. Let's send my votes other ways. You expect her to last. And she has a dance background. She's so good. That bores people sometimes. Not always. Somehow we get winners like, <laughs> there's one winner in particular who has a dance background from a girl group who I don't agree with winning. Um, but she does sabrina doesn't whatever i don't know so i'm I'm trying to justify why this happens but you it, can't but, but you wrong. can't but it's wrong. because it's wrong it is literally so i literally from like the depth of my soul will never accept this i will never understand how this came to pass i like I literally cannot handle it. I literally cannot handle it. Her foxtrot is, like, not even that bad. Like, it wasn't a great foxtrot, but, like, she is still always going to be incredible when she dances. I don't get it. I literally don't get it. I love that for you. It's just so wild to me because, like, she literally week after week after week goes out there and performs at, like, the highest level that very few contestants are matching. In fact, Mel is the only one matching it. She is literally so phenomenal of a dancer. Her chemistry with Mark is incredible. The way that she comes across in the packages are incredible. And the fact that she literally gets eliminated in week six is unfathomable to me well maybe she comes across well in the packages but i have a quibble with this package they're like oh mark is spending so much time in our cheetah girls rehearsals it's almost like he's the fourth cheetah girl justice for raven simone 
Well, she leaves after, like, the second Justice one. for Raven. I hear you. And I see you. I can't believe Raven never did Dancing with the Stars. Honestly, same. She would be, be like, she'd be great. But her brother did. That's not her real brother. That's her brother on the show, Katie. <laughs> I just, I, I got mad about that, but that's just me. Anyway. So I hear everything you're saying and you're right. I'm going to try to keep us on track because girl, we've been going for forever. Yeah. And I know we're fired up and we could do this and we could cry and we can rage or. But we're not going to. What, what else is there left to say other than the fact that it was so wrong? Mm -hmm. I will never forgive America for this atrocity. That's it. That's the tweet. Do the people deserve something horrible in the finals? Kind of. Honestly, they kind of deserve Helio as their winner. If they're going to do my girl this wrong, then you can freaking have him. Like, I don't even care. I don't even care what happens the rest of the season. So this Foxtrot, um, she's she's a little too attack for me. It needs to be a little smoother. Um, she looks like a classic pinup. I love her silhouette when she like reaches forward and like sticks her butt out, it, it, like which she does a couple times for this Foxtrot. It looks great. Um, it was not my cup of tea for this Foxtrot, but uh, you know what? I liked her. It was a good dance. Um, we, I, I don't need to let you talk about the specifics of it because I'm sure you're just gonna like go so i will eulogize her a little bit since you've said a lot and then i'll let you say a piece she deserved better than this she deserved better than this twice alas something I about sabrina just really quick can you imagine as a human being that level of embarrassment okay weird question if you're Sabrina, mm -hmm. and infamously, you are eliminated in a manner where everybody's like, Sabrina was going to win, and then she went out mm -hmm. just after the halfway point, and mm -hmm. all these things. How do you say yes to coming back? Uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Because... And wasn't she the one that, like, the fans, mm -hmm. like, voted to have come back? Which, yes. like, obviously she had to, like, consent to that, like... It wasn't right. like producers were just like, we're going to see if the fans want you back. But like, I literally do not know how, how she agreed to this. I literally don't know. Because, I mean, the scenarios, and it's just like this for any reality show with all-stars and returning, which I think a lot about because I'm a big survivor person. Um, yes. With this, if you're Sabrina, if you agree to come back for all-stars... Either you go out way early, which is embarrassing, because you are, like, uh -huh. the best one to never win. Or, like, yeah. and you were, like, a early loss, and that was so wrong. The same thing mm -hmm. happens to you that you lose for, like, apparently people weren't voting for you again, that all these things are going on, or somehow you find a way to win. And honestly, the you find a way to win is such a slim picking that I don't know if I could do it again. 
I honestly, like, it's been so long since I've seen All-Stars, so there's, like, some factors that come into play, too. Like, I think if I'm Sabrina, I say the only way I'd come back is if I'm with Mark. And I feel like the only way that I agree to come on the show is if, like, literally every single day of my life, from here until the producers call me, I have somebody tell me that I should have won Dancing with the Stars. Mm -hmm. Like, only if I feel as though... I truly have the fans on my side this time. Right. Yeah. All-star seasons of reality shows are so interesting to me because they are exciting, but -hmm. they have such a high degree of difficulty of being good and for, of being Mm -hmm. good for the people involved. Mm -hmm. But that is a discussion for another time. I just know... Yeah, Sabrina, we hardly knew ye. And mm-hmm. how dare America do that to Katie and ye. Thank you. Are you going to be okay? No. I'll never forgive America. Well, It's it- just like everyone who I've ever loved just disappoints me, you know? Like, first I had Stacy. Now I have this. It's, like, my only kind of, like, okay moment in the history of this show has been Emmett thus far. How dare you? (laughs) I never loved Mario the way that you loved Mario. I know, but you're like, at least I got something happy. I got Emmett. And I'm just sitting here like, okay, great. I'm glad you did. You've gotten people that you like to win, haven't you? Well, I mean, we both liked Teeny Tiny Drew Lachey. Yeah. I know he wasn't your Stacy. But, but that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> he won at the expense of my Stacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Kelly Monaco. <laughs> She was never my love. I loved Rachel Hunter, and you know it. If we listen back, I'm sure sure we would find that maybe I slandered you a lot and made you defend Kelly Monaco in ways that you never wanted to. But yes, I choose not to listen back to it, so we'll never know. And we know our audience doesn't either, because this is their first episode. Yeah, they're very confused about a lot of what went on tonight. But because we know you enjoyed it, please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. We love our five-star ratings. Um, It helps people find the show. And of course, you can recommend it to them both on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you find your podcasts. You can also interact with us. We are on all of the social medias. We are on Twitter at JMPpod. We are on Instagram at JMP.pod. And we are on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. Well, Katie, that's been a lot. Here we are. Are you ready to burn this mother down next week when we announce Mel as our winner? Well, no, Mel is eliminated next week. That is not funny. Please do not make jokes like that. I love you and I like you. (laughs) I hear you and I see you. And please stay tuned for an all new Samantha Who coming up next.